The Football Show on Off The Ball With Sky Watch Premier League, Women's Super League, EFL, Scottish Premiership and much more Live on Sky Sports I'm prepared to end it if I can well, do, it then. do it then What about your start to the game? I was, it wasn't bad, was it? <laughs> Why should there be an honest answer be a mistake? How can a modern day manager not have a mobile phone? Why should he? Oh. Alright, it's that time on a Thursday night John Giles is on the line Evening John Evening, Nathan. So a very disappointing end to the season for Liverpool, beaten in the Champions League final after missing out on the Premier League title as well. Were they unfortunate against Real Madrid last Saturday night? Uh, well, I thought they were a little bit unlucky. They started well, uh, looked like scoring a goal or two, and they were unlucky enough to come across a great goalkeeper having a great game on the night, mm. Nathan. Courtois was brilliant, and he definitely saved them. And because uh, Liverpool, I thought were going to win it, win well early on, but the longer the game went after that, uh, the more they came into the game. Real Madrid. You were on last Thursday night uh, previewing the game, and you brought up Trent Alexander-Arnold uh, defensively, and your concerns there up against Vinicius uh, turned out to be quite pressing because that was the one moment in the game that won Real Madrid uh, a switch off from Trent at a crucial moment. Yeah, unfortunately so, uh, Nathan. You know, uh, Trent Alexander is brilliant going forward. He's one of the best players just distributing the ball I've ever seen, midfield players or anything else. But unfortunately, when it comes to defending, he's not good. And what I was worried about, as far as Liverpool were concerned, against Manchester City, uh, Vinicius, is that his name? Yeah. Vinicius, yeah, was outstanding against City. So I thought if he, if he if it comes to a situation on that side, it could be a danger for Liverpool, which it turned out to be that way. I'm not trying to be Mr. Noel, but uh, he definitely was at fault uh, for the goal. Mm. Is it a, a fairly basic thing that Trent did wrong, or is it a Champions League final against some of the best players in the world, a brilliant ball played in from the right-hand side, and Vinicius times his run where even if Trent looks over the shoulder, he doesn't spot him, or is this just playing bad defending? That was bad defending, uh, Nathan. You know, he, when, when the ball's on the other side of the field, as the right back, he's got to know where the danger is. And the danger was always coming in from behind him. Mm. So he was too far away from him and too far forward as well. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a good ball across, uh, but he was definitely in a bad position. He's not, he's not a good defender, uh, Nathan. He's, he's, you know, he's, 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 he's free to do what he wants going forward. And he is brilliant at it. You know, his distribution is brilliant. But I, I, I always believe defenders, you, first of all, the, the best thing is defending. Funny enough, on the other side, Robertson is, does it on the other side, you know. The Robertson gets forward okay. He doesn't make as many goals. He's not as good on the ball as Alexander. But he's a far better defender, Nathan. Has Alexander-Arnold got any better on the defensive side over the last few years? No, I don't think so. I think he, he's, he, he's, he's got free reign, Nathan. When the ball's on the other side of the field, especially when they're attacking, Sometimes he gets into the centre circle, and he is brilliant on the ball, and, he's, and he does make a lot of goals for for Liverpool. There's no doubt about that. But like I'd always think, well, my, if I've got a right back and left back, I want them to, to defend first, and whatever they get going forward is a bonus. Uh, and that doesn't seem to be the case with Klopp. He gives him free reign, and he is very, very successful doing what he does. But he, he does he's at fault for a lot of goals. And he was definitely at fault, in my opinion, in the, the cup final last week. 
Liverpool played three cup finals and didn't score a goal in any of them won the Carabao Cup and won the FA Cup on penalties and then obviously beaten 1-0 last Saturday night is that just a little bit unfortunate that they came up against some very good goalkeepers or was there something in those bigger games where they rushed things more like when you look back on Saturday night was it just they came up against an inspired keeper or was there a bit of fatigue where they weren't taking chances that they would have earlier in the season um, well, no, I, th- I think it was the goalkeeper was was the difference in them, uh, Nathan. And you know the fact that they 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 didn't score goals in the cup finals, but they actually won the two cup finals. Well, apart they didn't win the, the Champions League as we know, um, but the other two cup finals they did. And that's all you're there to do. It doesn't matter how you do it. Obviously, if you win it on on penalties, it means the opposition haven't got in front. Mm. You know, so like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too too concerned about that. I mean, to win them, and you don't win just win the cup final on the day, Nathan. There's a lot of matches to to win before you get into the cup final. And, and I must say, in the the, the, the league cup and uh, the FA Cup, I thought they deserved to win them. Yeah. Okay, it goes to penalties, but you got you got to score the penalties. But it means that the opposition haven't scored two uh, goals to win the game in in, in normal time. That, that happens but they did come out winners on it I know from talking to you earlier in the season your sense was that Klopp was building another great Liverpool side and that they'll kick on and maybe even get better over the next couple of seasons when you hear the news that Mane wants to leave and looks certain to leave uh, potentially for Bayern Munich during the summer uh, still no sign of Salah signing a contract though he should stay next season but then it looks as though he may go for a free transfer would you have any concerns of what the next couple of seasons might bring for Liverpool? Um, well, I think there's off, obviously concerns, Nathan, when you're in the position you're in. You know, like uh, like in my day, when you sign a contract, you sign for life. Uh, so nowadays, like the contracts run out, the players obviously are interested at, at, a, at an age of around the 30 mark about the future and the financial future. Um, and that's always going to be a problem for the, the, the any club, whether it be Liverpool or anybody else. But if you look at Liverpool, I think they're well aware of the situation, uh, Nathan. You know, they, they, they signed Diaz, didn't they, recently? Yeah. I think that's in case um, uh, Salah goes. Uh, and I think they'll, they'll sign somebody else on as well. I think they're interested in somebody now that could take the place of Mane if he goes. So they're well aware of the future situation. And I think they have a policy at Liverpool that when you get around the 30 mark, Nathan, look at Salah's situation, they're not offering them a new contract. And that seems to be the policy they have. That when somebody gets around 30 to 30 mark, they're not going to be offering them big contracts. So Salah could well go next year. And I think they'll let him go. Uh, unless he agrees to 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 um, the financial situation that he doesn't seem to uh, be, be, be certain of it now, mm. but I think they'll they'll make signings in the next twelve months. And if Manny wants to go, then he'll go. It's a policy they have, Nathan. They've done, and the policy has worked for them with the the, the, the recruitments that they made uh, in the last five or six years. Um, it's it's not a policy that I would. Uh, go for. I mean, I'd, I would sign Manny up and do my best to sign him as, as quick as I could, and and Salah. Uh, so it, we'll have to wait and see. But they definitely haven't offered him. Salah definitely wanted a new contract, and he hasn't got it. So he's going to see his contract out and see where that takes him. And Manny seems to be the same. If we look at the papers, he, he seems to be 
in a position, he's around the 30 mark as well, where, uh, you know, he, he could well go. You just said this, right? I have to check out Harry Dan, another 100 year candidate. You said that. What I'm saying is, I'd have to take out. Okay, I'd take out Conor Whelan then. Conor Whelan, that's it. I quit. Subscribe to the GA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. How do you reflect on that season then for Liverpool? two trophies but not the two they would have wanted like I don't know if it's a fair comparison to that Leeds team you were with that won a couple of league titles won an FA Cup you know achieved a huge amount but was inches away from probably achieving a hell of a lot more it feels like that with Liverpool this season Oh definitely but if, if you if, when you get into these situations Nathan you're winning matches you're winning matches you're winning matches uh, and it's it's it looks like it can be look can look like a disappointing season for Liverpool, but if you're knocked out early on in the early competitions, Nathan, you, you don't get that reputation, you know. Like once you get into the final, it's hell of a job to get into the finals on its own, mm. you know. Really, really is. It's difficult, and uh, you know to come away with two trophies. I mean, if somebody said at the start of the season that you'd win two trophies, you say oh, I'll take that. And I know that I know they were the big ones, and you talk about you know it was the league and the and the Champions League. But you've got to win an awful lot of matches to get into the finals, and to come away with two trophies, no matter who the, what what the trophies are, it's a very very successful season. Now it doesn't look successful to, for Liverpool because they were in for the four, mm. you know. But if they'd been knocked out of the other competitions early on, everybody said, "Oh, but what a great season that was." That's the way it is. I mean, in my situation with Leeds, you know, we, 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 we didn't have a big squad of players. You didn't have big squads of players in that year. And you, you'd be runners-up and say, oh, Leeds were runners-up again. But if you don't get to the final, you don't get runners-up. Hmm. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're better off being beaten in the third round. Get less stick for us. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But you can't do anything but you just got to keep going. Go for the competitions all the time. And, and, and in Liverpool's case, they picked up two. It's not bad, Nathan, you know. It, it, and people say, well, the two big ones, they didn't. But look how close they went. You know, City won, won the, the, the league, like, and they would look like they were going to win it with 20 minutes to go. Liverpool went, then City got the, got the winning goals, as we saw against uh, uh, Villa. But if you come that close, I mean, it's a hell of a season winning the matches that you do, and, and City in particular winning the league the way they did. You know, I think Liverpool were, what, 10, 11 points ahead of anybody else after them. Yeah. You know, you just got to take it like that and keep going and keep going till you get them. I mean, in the case at least, we were known as runners-up. But we won the league twice. We won the first cup twice. We won the FA Cup. You know, we won the League Cup. You did all right. So if, if you look at it, if you look at it like in sentences, if, but we did, we were beaten in a lot of big competitions. Yeah. So you can get the re- reputation of being runners up, but if you don't get to the finals, you don't you don't you don't be runners up. One of the issues for Liverpool looking ahead is that Manchester City are investing massively again this summer. So they've already confirmed the signing of Erling Haaland, uh, one of the best young strikers in the world. Uh, yeah. It looks as though that Calvin Phillips is going to be one of their major targets. Fernandinho has left the club mm. and they want another option in the middle of midfield. From what you've seen of Calvin Phillips at Leeds, is he the quality to go in and improve that Manchester City side? 
Um, yeah, I think so, uh, Nathan, because they talk about him being the defensive midfield player. Mm. I, I think he could do a lot more with the ability that he has. I, ha- I don't think he's been asked to do it. I think his distribution is very good. When I see him hitting a long pass, he's well able to do it with both feet. But I, th- I always get the impression that at Leeds, he's the defensive uh, midfield player and there's not mo- any more expected of him. You know? Yeah. Whereas maybe going to City, maybe Guardiola would say, well, look, if he, if he does go, uh, I expect more from you on the ball. And I would as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was his manager, I'd say to him, look, you, you have the ability, you've got, to, you've got to express yourself more, you've got to dominate it a lot more. And he has the ability to do it, but I don't think he's being asked to do it, uh, Nathan. And I would expect him to do it. And if he's playing, he's playing, he'll obviously be playing with a lot of great players as well. Yeah. There. So. It's a it's a it's a big thing, and it's huge for City. You know, as you say, by uh, the centre forward, Haaland, yeah, Haaland is brilliant, absolutely brilliant player from what I've seen of him. But what what I, what I didn't realise until last week, City finished up scoring four or five goals more than Liverpool, mm. which is amazing uh, because they didn't have an out now goal scorer like Liverpool have four or five of them. Yeah, it's pretty frightening so, for Liverpool. Yeah, amazing, really. What what they did with the with the forwards that they had, you know, with uh, not getting not getting Kane when they looked like they were going to get him. Yeah. I mean, they played with, played without an out and out striker, and to score the amount of goals they did was fantastic. So they can only get better next year. So they got they're definitely recruiting again, City. So it depends now what Liverpool do. But I don't think they'd be inclined to spend as much money as City are likely to do. Uh, Unfortunately, we're incredibly tight on time tonight, but I do want to ask you about Paul Pogba. I don't know what we're going to talk about now, uh, that he's gone from Manchester United uh, for the second time, leaving on a free transfer. Uh, fair to say, never lived up to the hype. No. No, he wasn't a success, Nathan. I think the, I think the problem goes back to the start when he was at Juventus. What I remember, my take on it is, he played mostly on the left side, mostly on the left, towards the left wing, uh, at Juventus with Pirlo doing the really great work in mm. the middle of the field so what United needed really was a young Pirlo not Pogba because when Pogba came to there he was supposed to take that position he didn't do that position at uh, at Juventus and he actually wasn't capable of doing it Nathan in my my opinion he didn't have the skills to do what needed to be done in the middle of the field like a Modric done or a uh, a few players that I've written uh, uh, Graham Souness Paul Scholes Pirlo Modric they could all do that really really important work in the middle of the field as the, as the playmakers they call it I don't think uh, Pogba was ever going to be able to do that I don't think he had the, the mind to do it I, don't, I think he had a very very talented lad Nathan, mm. but he didn't have that mental uh, uh, capacity that these players had to do what needed to be done in the middle of the field. Do you think it's a good thing for Eric Ten Hag coming in as manager that Pogba's gone? Uh, I don't think he'd keep him, Nathan, to be honest. I, I think, he's, I think looking at him, he's been six years at Manchester United, mm. Nathan, and it was all about himself. Every match he played in was about himself. And then when you hear, and I've heard over the six years, on his game, on his day, you know, great players don't have on the day. They're, they're great in every match they play. They mightn't play brilliantly, but their attitude would be up really, really first class. And Pogba's never... Pogba's always, well, if he felt like it on his day. I've never seen a great player, Nathan, that you could say, on his day. 
or if he's in the mood. It doesn't work that way. And I don't think he had the ability to do, and the mentality, to do what needed to be done in the middle of the field. In, in, like the players that I mentioned there, Modridge and, and Paul Scholes and Graeme Souness. I don't think he, I don't think he ever had that mentality. He had a lot of ability, really, really had a lot of ability, there's no doubt. But I think his, his, his mentality was never there to do the job that needed to be done. John, we'll give ourselves more time next week. We'll be talking about Ireland. Uh, there's a couple of games against Armenia and Ukraine between this time and yeah. next Thursday night. But uh, great stuff as always, John. Thanks, Nathan. Football you on off the ball brought to you by Sky. All the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. If you miss John Giles, you can listen back as always to the podcast.